The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's Wednesday already. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, June 28, 2023, Wednesday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Today is the memorial of St. Irenaeus. He was born in the year 130, and as Bishop of Lyon, he was especially concerned with the Gnostics. They claimed access to secret knowledge imparted by Jesus to only a few disciples. Their teaching was attracting and confusing many Christians. Irenaeus thoroughly investigated the various Gnostic sects and their secret and showed to what logical conclusions their tenets led. He contrasted these with the teachings of the apostles and the text of Holy Scripture, giving us in five books a system of theology of great importance to subsequent times. Moreover, his work, widely used and translated into Latin and Armenian, gradually ended the influence of the Gnostics. St. Irenaeus died in 202. In 2022, Pope Francis named him as a doctor of the church. St. Irenaeus, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions, all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds, in imitation of the most holy heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the international community may commit in a concrete way to ensuring the abolition of torture and guarantee support to victims and their families. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but underneath are ravenous wolves. By their fruits you will know them. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a rotten tree bear good fruit. So by their fruits you will know them. One of the Maybe it's just me, but maybe, you know, one of the stories that maybe comes to your mind as you hear today's gospel is the story of the three little pigs. One builds their house out of straw, another of wood, and another of brick. And the big bad wolf comes along and huffs and puffs and he blows down the house of the little pig who made his house out of straw. Then he comes up to the one who made his house out of wood, out of sticks, 
and he huffs and he puffs and he blows the house down. And so now the three little pigs are gathered in the house of the one who made his house out of brick. And the wolf huffs and he puffs and he almost passes out because he cannot blow this house down because the foundation is so solid. The material it's made out of is so solid that it cannot bring it down. And that's a bit of a humorous example. It's a nice uh, story to read to children. But there is a deeper implication for that story for us today. Uh, I will be no Saint Irenaeus for using that story to help unpack today's gospel. But the warning rings true through this story and through the gospel as well. Because the church gives us such a sure foundation built on the teachings of Christ given down, given to us down throughout the ages, through the apostles, through the teachers of the church, of which St. Irenaeus was a great defender of the faith and a great teacher of the faith as well. But we have to beware of bad teachers, of those who would try to exploit the gospel for their own profit, to twist the message of the gospel, to twist church teachings for their own purposes so that they could live by their truth, who take from scripture and the church what they like and leave everything else. They reject that which they do not like or they don't agree with, or they find it too difficult to understand, and they accept what they like, what they understand. And we can't pick and choose, but it is by the fruits that you will know them. And we, we know this, we, we understand this. Jesus, you bore on the cross the greatest fruit that one could ever bear from a tree, countering so beautifully the fruit that Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. On a tree we fell, by a tree we were saved. And we shouldn't take advantage of such a beautiful gift. All that you've handed down to us, everything that we can receive as a grace from you, is to know you more so that we could love you more. And so we want to beware of false prophets, of those who would teach for their own gain, for their own advantage, because it's so much less than the example that you have given us, Jesus. You wish for us to understand. You wish for us to seek you so that we can know you and love you. And if we are being led to you, then the fruit is already good. And we can give you thanks for that because you are the source of all goodness. You are goodness itself. And so we can see the teachers in the over the course of the history of the church's life who have been good, who have borne good fruit. We can see that in St. Irenaeus, who so staunchly defended the church to help it counter the heresy of Gnosticism. We can also see it in the life of St. Ambrose, who very famous pupil was St. Augustine. We can see it in the apostles who went out and even though they struggled and sinned and abandoned you and, and failed you so many times, they would ultimately, 11 of the 12 original, would go on to become saints. And so we honor and venerate them in that way because they bore good fruit in their lives. Even down to our modern day, 
how many times do we hear people quoting Pope Saint John Paul II? How many times do we hear people quoting, you know, maybe Saint John Vianney, Saint Padre Pio, saints that they have a great devotion to, teachers of the church who desired us to remain in you, to be drawn closer to you. And it's good for us to have these examples before us because in our own day and age, Lord, we can see how many lack clarity, how many are confused about what the church actually teaches. And so reject you, reject your church because of it. Many who will say this teaching is too hard and will walk away from you. And they'll turn to the false prophets. They'll turn to those ravenous wolves, those who are just maybe less than that. They're just bad teachers. They will turn to them because maybe that teaching that they're finding difficult is more palatable in this lesser way, in this more confused way, but they seek some false clarity there. So for us today, we turn to you asking for the grace of your Holy Spirit to know And to have that intuition of who is teaching falsely and who is teaching the truth. We wish to be set in a firm foundation, a house made of brick, as it were. A church built on the foundation, the stones of the apostles with you as the cornerstone, Lord Jesus. Not a house made of straw or sticks that can be cast away as bad fruit and thrown into the fire. But a house made firm because it is built on truth, on goodness, on you, Lord Jesus. And even we can see this in his calling of St. Peter. You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And so we wish to be founded firmly in you, safeguarded by the protection of your church. And so if we have any teachings that we struggle with, We know that we can turn to the 2,000 years of the church's history and seek, whether through scripture or through the magisterium, the teaching of the church, the answers that we seek, the truth that we seek, because it is from you and it's given to us by you. And so we wish to follow you, to grow in our knowledge of you, to be students of yours. Lord, for you are the divine master. And so wishing to remain in you and bearing fruit, good fruit, we wish to follow you, good shepherd, because you will protect us in your church from ravenous wolves, from false prophets who would try and take us away from you. And so we ask today for St. Irenaeus to intercede for us. He who was a good teacher following after the pattern of you, Lord Jesus, we wish for him to stand before your throne so that as we celebrate his heavenly birthday today, we may have instilled in us a deeper love of the truth of you, Lord. And in pursuit of that deeper love of you, may come to seek to know you more deeply so as to love you more deeply. And so we turn to our mother who knows you and loves you perfectly. Mary, our mother, help us to receive your son and the truths and the teachings that he leaves for us so that we may know him and love him as deeply as you do. 
I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, inspirations, and affections which you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Every day you'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. And we'll begin this day of prayer in just a couple of minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the memorial of St. Irenaeus, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger. They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. soul, never forget all he has done for you. Bless the Lord, my soul, never forget all he has done for you. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As a father is gentle with his children, So is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove 
our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all you his works. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind. The Lord has set his sway in heaven. And his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word. Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. My soul give thanks. To the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless the Lord, all you his works. I have known tribulations and distress, but But in in your your commands I have have found consolation. From the first book of Samuel, when war broke out again, David went out to fight against the Philistines and inflicted a great defeat upon them, putting them to flight. Then an evil spirit from the Lord came upon Saul as he was sitting in his house with spear in hand, and David was playing the harp nearby. Saul tried to nail David to the wall with the spear, but David eluded Saul so that the spear stuck struck only the wall and David got away safe. David fled from the sheds near Ramah and went to Jonathan. What crime have I done? he asked him. What or what offense does your father hold against me that he seeks my life? Jonathan answered him, Heaven forbid that you should die. My father does nothing, great or small, without disclosing it to me. Why then should my father conceal this from me, this Cannot be so. But David replied, Your father is well aware that I am favored with your friendship, so he has decided 
Jonathan must not know of this lest he be grieved. Nevertheless, as the Lord lives and as you live, there is but a step between me and death. Jonathan said to David, I will do whatever you wish. David answered, Tomorrow is the new moon, when I should in fact dine with the king. Let me go and hide in the open country until evening. If it turns out that your father misses me and says, David urged me to let him go on short notice to his city Bethlehem because of his whole clan is holding a seasonal sacrifice there. If he says, very well, your servant is safe. But if he becomes quite angry, you can be sure he has planned some harm. Do this kindness for your servant because of the Lord's bond between us, into which you brought me. If I am guilty, kill me yourself. Why should you give me up to your father? But Jonathan answered, Not I. If ever I find out that my father is determined to inflict injury upon you, I will certainly let you know. Then David asked Jonathan, Who will tell me if your father gives you a harsh answer? Jonathan replied to David, Come, let us go out into the field. When they were out in the open country together, Jonathan said to David, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, I will sound out my father about this time tomorrow. Whether he is well disposed toward David or not, I will send you the information. Should it please my father to bring any injury upon you, may the Lord do thus and so to Jonathan if I do not apprise you of it and send you on your way in peace. May the Lord be with you even as he was with my father. Only this, if I am still alive, may you show me the kindness of the Lord. But if I die, never withdraw your kindness from my house. And when the Lord exterminates all the enemies of David from the surface of the earth, the name of Jonathan must never be allowed by the family of David to die out from among you or the Lord will make you answer for it. And in his love for David, Jonathan renewed his oath to him, because he loved him as his very self. A true friend loves you at all times. And a brother proves himself in adversity. Everyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. And a brother proves himself in adversity. A reading from the Treatise Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus Bishop. The glory of God gives life. Those who see God receive life. For this reason God, who cannot be grasped, comprehended, or seen, allows himself to be seen, comprehended, and grasped by men, that he may give life to those who see and receive him. It is impossible to live without life, and the actualization of the life comes from participation in God, while participation in God is to see God and enjoy His goodness. Men will therefore see God if they are to live, 
Through the vision of God, they become immortal and attain God himself. As I have said, this was shown in symbols by the prophets. God will be seen by men who bear his spirit and are always waiting for his coming. As Moses said in the book of Deuteronomy, On that day we shall see, for God will speak to man and man will live. God is the source of all activity throughout creation. He cannot be seen or described in his own nature and in all his greatness by any of his creatures. Yet he is certainly not unknown. Through his word, the whole creation learns that there is one God, the Father, who holds all things together and gives them their being. As it is written in the Gospel, No man has ever seen God except the only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has revealed him. From the beginning, the Son is the one who teaches us about the Father. He is with the Father from the beginning. He was to reveal to the human race visions of prophecy, the diversity of spiritual gifts, his own ways of ministry, the glorification of the Father, all in due order and harmony, at the appointed time and for our instruction. Where there is order, there is also harmony. Where there is harmony, there is also correct timing. Where there is correct timing, there is also advantage. The Word became the steward of the Father's grace for the advantage of men, for whose benefit he made such wonderful arrangements. He revealed God to men and presented men to God. He safeguarded the invisibility of the Father to prevent man from treating God with contempt and to set before him a constant goal toward which to make progress. On the other hand, he revealed God to men and made him visible in many ways to prevent man from being totally separated from God and so cease to be. Life in man is the glory of God. The life of man is the vision of God. If the revelation of God through creation gives life to all who live upon the earth, much more does the manifestation of the Father through the Word give life to those who see God. True teaching was in his mouth. No evil was ever found on his lips. He, he walked, walked with, with me, me in goodness and in peace. My hand will be a steady help to him. My arm will give him strength. He, he walked, walked with me in goodness and in peace. Let us pray. O God, who called the Bishop St. Irenaeus to confirm true doctrine and the peace of the Church, grant, we pray, through his intercession, that, being renewed in faith and charity, we may always be intent on fostering unity and concord. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord gives us a warning in today's Gospel, and that's coming up in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, June 28, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. I've said many times that there are a lot of sayings and phrases and colloquialisms that we use today without even thinking that came directly from Scripture, many times from the words of Jesus himself. A case in point is today, beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. 
Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, is from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorns, or figs from thistles? So, every sound tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears evil fruit. A sound tree cannot bear evil fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will know them by their fruits. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, when you try purposely to exclude God from your life, as is being done so much in today's society, you'll always eventually end up with chaos. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. Just as the man who excludes God from his life becomes a diseased tree that will yield bad fruit, so a society that wants to exclude God from its customs and laws causes countless evils and inflicts the most serious harm on its citizens. A state from which religion is banished can never be well regulated. In it, the phenomenon of laicism appears with a desire of supplanting the honor due to God. A system of morality based on transcendent principles is replaced by merely human ideals and norms of conduct. These inevitably end up less than human. God and the Church become purely internal matters of conscience, and the Church and the Pope are subjected to aggressive attacks, either directly or indirectly, through persons or institutions unfaithful to the magisterium. Not infrequently, as a result of laicism, the individual citizen, the life of the family, and the commonwealth as a whole are all removed from the beneficent and wholesome influence of God and of His Church. Then, day by day, the symbols and symptoms of those errors which corrupted the heathens of old declare themselves more plainly and more lamentably. And all this in parts of the world where the light of Christian civilization has shone for centuries. The signs of this secularization can be seen in many countries. Even in those of long-standing Christian traditions, this process of secularization is making inroads. The decline is apparently invariable, the symptoms all too plain. Divorce, abortion, an alarming increase in the use of drugs even by children and young people. Violence, contempt for public morality. If God is not accepted as a loving Father, man and society inevitably become dehumanized. His laws were established for the protection and preservation of that human nature by means of which the individual is to find his personal dignity and reach the goal for which he has been created. With the evidence of these bitter fruits before our eyes, we Christians must respond generously to the call we have received from God to be salt and light wherever we may be, however limited might appear the field of activity in which we live our lives. 
We must show by our deeds that the world is more human, more cheerful, more honest, cleaner, the closer it is to God. Life is the more worth living the more deeply it is penetrated by the light of Christ. Jesus constantly urges us not to remain inactive, not to waste the slightest opportunity of giving a more Christian orientation to the people who surround us, to the environment in which we live. As we end our prayer today, we can ask ourselves, what can I do in my family, at school, at the university, in the office, to make God more actively present there? We ask St. Joseph for fortitude of spirit in order to bring Christ into all these human realities. With faith, we see the example of his life, which gives us a picture of Joseph as a remarkably sound man who was in no way fearful or diffident about life. On the contrary, he faced up to problems, dealt with difficult situations, and showed responsibility and initiative in whatever he was asked to do. With God's grace and the intercession of the Holy Patriarch, we shall make a constant effort to bear abundant fruit wherever God has placed us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying now as we join the entire church, all the angels and saints, and we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God's holy martyr who disdained and overcame all pains and death, your faithful following of Christ has led you My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise. I will triumph. 
and divide the land of Shechem, I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet, Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines I will shout in triumph. But who will lead me to conquer the fortress? Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies? Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble, and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My My heart heart is ready, O God. My heart heart is ready. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The Lord Lord has has robed me with with grace and salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nation shall behold your vindication and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate but you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord Lord has robed me with with grace and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will will praise praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live. Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing. 
He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and the orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. I I will praise my God all the days of my life. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from Him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, So through Christ do we share abundantly in his consolation. The word of the Lord. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise. The The Lord Lord is is my strength, and I shall shall sing sing his his praise. praise. The Lord is my Savior, and I shall sing his praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise. Irenaeus, true to his name, made peace the aim and object of his life, and he labored strenuously for the peace of the church. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Irenaeus, true to his name, made peace the aim and object of his life, and he labored strenuously for the peace of the Church. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of his witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O God, who called the Bishop St. Irenaeus to confirm true doctrine and the peace of the Church, grant, we pray, through his intercession that, being renewed in faith and charity, we may always be intent on fostering unity and concord. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.